1: And Business Buzz is brought to you today by Moda Business Solutions because they have resources that make sense. I'm telling you something. If you're a small business out there today, I keep telling you, don't use that word busy. I don't like that word busy. I like the word time impacted, though, and I'm guaranteeing you, you are that today if you are running a successful enterprise. So there are those times, right, when you need resources, marketing, expertise, communications, cutting of operational costs, Pick up that phone and dial 858-251-4640. That's 858-251-4640. And Motor Business Solutions will get with you today and help blacken your bottom line. To contact the show, you can reach us toll free at 877-3-NOWBUZ. number Or simply just simply go to my email, which is T-H-E-H-U-B-M-A-R-T at gmail.com. Leave me a short comment little email and we'll talk about you being on the show real soon. Well, shout out to my national advertiser, Letip. letip.com. 4500 small businesses strong, B2B networking coast to coast, border to border, exploding in the northeast. Listen, if you want to get in relationship with your local community business people that you may have never met, you need to get in touch with LETIP.com today. They'll put you in touch with the chapter president. They'll get you in for a breakfast or a lunch, and if they've got an empty chair in the room and they vote you in, the next time you come to that meeting, everybody in that room is going to be billboarding your company. So get with LETIP.com today and let's find out how you can meet your community business people real soon. Well, I have been shouting it out since last November, when I uncovered by interviewing Bruce Sackman, who wrote the book Behind the Murder Curtain, who was the IG Inspector General's investigative agent who uncovered veterans being murdered in their beds. You need to go to veteran, V-E-T-E-R-A-N, murders, M-U-R-D-E-R-S.com. We need to start getting the word out there, folks. So if you know a veteran, you are a veteran, or you simply just care about veterans, Go to VeteranMurders.com and let's get this landing page out there because the only way we're going to change this is from the top down. We have got to get this word up from the ground to the hill and get some senators and congressmen caring about the fact that their warriors, that they sent to far-flung battlefields, are being murdered at a time when they're most vulnerable and trusting. So go to VeteranMurders.com today and let's stop the killing. Well, I'll tell you what, my incredible publicist, Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller has put another guest on my show today. I'll tell you what, I am absolutely blown away with his bio, but more importantly, the fact of the matter of his heart. I'm joined by Paul Hoyt today. He's a managing partner and best-selling author. He's led hundreds of CEOs, entrepreneurs, and executives from around the globe through their unique journeys of growth and discovery. His expertise, strong passion and comfort from the boardroom to the boiler room allows him to propel professionals and organizations from a myriad of different industries and experience to reach the business and personal success they want. Paul is an authority at managing high-risk, large-scale programs and complex, cross-functional project teams to achieve both incremental and revolutionary improvements across multiple and international locations. He has extensive experience in helping companies design, implement, and manage alliances and partnerships and support channel sales and marketing organizations. Paul has successfully started and managed two professional services companies and continues to inspire his clients, his team, and his community on their journeys of growth and discovery. Paul Hoyt, welcome to Business Buzz. Thanks, Frank. This is going to be fun. Absolutely, without a doubt. Paul, I tell you what, what's really amazing is I'm 71, you're 71. (laughs) You and I have been through some stuff, man, (laughs) over these years. And my audience would really like to know who you are. So you've got the floor, brother.
2: You know, I was uh, born a poor, poor, bright child in in the middle of the country in Wichita, Kansas. Went to college at the age of 17. I started programming computers. I was the first programmer that my college ever had and some of those early computers were like punched cards and paper tape and we were real excited when floppy disks came out i um got caught up in the computer revolution and was in that industry for 30 years for five of those years from 1980 through 1985 i had my own business selling and implementing small business computers and i just fell in love with being a small business owner Uh, but it was challenging i had two small kids at home so i went back into corporate America for the next fifteen years, really knowing that I always wanted to be in business for myself again. So, in the year two thousand, there was a recession. In two thousand eight, there was also a recession. In nineteen ninety nine, in the year two thousand, um, you know, I was given the opportunity to start my own business, and I decided to be a general business consultant. So, I took the strategic planning and project not project management expertise that I had developed in my career as an information systems professional and to begin to apply those skills and those talents to the challenges of starting and growing small businesses. Um, And most of my early clients were in the area of strategic planning, of helping them develop the growth plans for them to to grow their business over the course of the next three to five years. and then i noticed that most of my clients not only needed to have a great plan but they also needed to have some support in executing those plans so i added to my repertoire of that of being a business coach and working with individuals and teams and mentoring executives to help them execute the plans that i had helped them create and sometimes i you know, joined the team as a teammate and like as a fractional CFO or a part-time COO, but mostly it was as an advisor and a consultant. And then after that, I realized that, you know, they were having some challenges, even doing the things that they agreed to do, like picking up the phone and making a sales call or firing that person who had been with the company for a while that just was dragging the company down. Or even, you know, some place, some cases, getting out of bed and getting to work early, even when the workload demanded a little extra effort at that time. So I began to be a personal coach as well, talking to them about the blocks and obstacles that they were facing in terms of confidence, in terms of empathy for other people, um, and helping them overcome those kinds of blocks and obstacles as well. and I became um, fairly versant in, in the area of emotional intelligence. There's a great book that came out in 1985 that talked about the four quadrants of emotional intelligence: of self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. And began to really focus on the importance of soft skills the importance of being able to listen to somebody else and really understand them, the importance of being able to negotiate your way through conflicts and form great agreements that allowed both parties or all parties in the agreement to be very successful and be happy with the results of working with each other. So that was the kind of the transition from working with computers and information systems to working with companies to develop strategic plans, write business plans, create financial models, to working as a coach and a teammate to help people execute the plans I created, and then into the area of personal coaching to help them overcome the blocks and obstacles, the issues they had with self-confidence, self-esteem, um, it, to, to help them do the things that they needed to do in order to have this success that they so so passionately desired.
1: You know, Paul, it's amazing. You mentioned as you started out in the commuter space, uh, I was uh, with accidental Life when I broke out from being with Kirby Vacuums for five years, uh, coming uh, straight out of college when direct sales went bye-bye, right? I Uh decided I needed to be a professional, right? So I'll never forget it when we went down and got our first IBM PC from Sears and Roebuck. I don't know if you remember those years, right? But Sears was the designated place to get an IBM PC. And we got charged $4,400 for that IBM PC, right? The monochrome screen and the floppy disk. Yeah. jeez, where did those years go, right?
2: <laughs> for just an extra couple of thousand dollars, you could have had a second floppy disk drive.
1: Hey, oh yeah, it's just absolutely amazing when I think back in those years. But, you know, Paul, now, you know, you really transitioned, you know, from that, you know, world. And now we're moving into a very, very interesting world, right? Ahead of us. Called yeah. a AI, you know. I have my own word for that. I don't call it artificial intelligence. I call it all inclusive, because that's the goal, is it not? You know, AI
2: is really turning out to be a valuable assistant to many of us. I have Chat GPT and Bard both, and I find myself asking both of those AI qu- platforms questions that you know give me a pretty good background. It's really like having a highly intelligent MBA educated graduate assistant, you know at your fingertips and just ask them to come up with a rough draft or share their ideas on things can really be helpful. I think it's going to make us all a lot smarter. My um, my hesitation in embracing it so much is I think that it might challenge people with their creativity. you know instead of coming up with their own words, they may be relying on AI, you know to generate their words for them and being an author of you know many books at this point in time i'm a big fan of personal creativity and the the personal growth that comes from expressing what's on your mind and thinking things through i think it's important for people to create their own documents their own articles their own books because the whole process of thinking through those thoughts and allowing yourself to be creative and intuitive, and then putting it out in a form that communicates well with other people, really supports your own evolution of your own personality and consciousness.
1: You know, Paul, I tell you, I say this on my show all the time. Especially, I, I try to mentor you know young people today that you know when you get to that decision point where you want to get away from an hourly job, right? You want to get away from a salary position, and you get that incredible passion, you know, and that vision to doing something on your own. I call that the A, right? A, and there's a B and there's ABC a, of business, right? And that A is you gotta have a passion, right? You've gotta have a vision, gotta have a direction you wanna take it. And the C, of course, is your end game. And that's where your business plan comes in. That's where all the, the ins and outs, you know, necessary to get to from A to C, right? But right in the middle is B. And that B is a mechanism. You've gotta have a bridge. You've got to have that intellectual property. You've got to have that differentiation that sets you apart. Let me ask you a question. How did A and B happen in your life? Because C hasn't happened yet. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, I think
2: the at some point in time, I had this um, deep subconscious belief that being a consultant was a really cool thing. But when I looked around in business and I saw these, folks coming in with their suits and their ties and the label consultant on their badge, it was like, that was really cool. I wanted to be one of those people. I wanted to be a consultant, either a consultant in the area of information systems technology, helping people make great decisions as to what computers to buy, what software to buy, you know, how to implement those, those computer systems to the benefit of their company, um, and or being a consultant in the area of business being a business coach and a business consultant, helping people plan and then execute the plan, the, the plans of the growth of their business. But I think that was probably the, the passion that drove me was this sense of, I would be cool. I would be self-actualized if I could brand myself as a consultant. Not only did I get to help other people but I'd be a cool dude. Some people think it's really cool to get advanced degrees. Some people think it's really cool to get trophies and awards. I thought it was really cool to be able to put myself out there as a consultant and make a job out of that, make a living being a consultant. That was my, that was my real passion.
1: Very cool. Paul, we're going to cut away to a break here real quick. And uh, we didn't get to the B. We're definitely going to get there after the break, the mechanism, the intellectual property, the setting apart of Paul Hoyt, right? From the also ran out there, because that's the reason why you're on this show today, right?
2: Thanks, Frank.
1: You got it, Paul. We're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to the Business Buzz with Frank Ellering, live on Voice America Business Network. Brought to you now by CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. Let me tell you something, if you're a business out there, you have a product or a service, and you wanna get it in front of the eyeballs just in California alone, of a million plus seniors who put their eyeballs on this magazine called California Senior Guide, you need to go to californiaseniorguide.com today, go to the website, hey, I agree, it's a little bit old fashioned, they got a pop up box, it comes up, they ask you for your email, Punch it in there, nobody's gonna hack your system and they will get in touch with you and talk to you about an eight page ad, a quarter page ad, a half page ad, or a full page ad like I have in that magazine and I negotiated for Voice America. So if you wanna get involved with the biggest disposable earnings, incredible senior community, they've got nothing but time and money (laughs) to spend with you, go to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com today. And get with them and find out how you can get in front of all these incredible seniors out here, beginning in California. Well, I've been mixing it up with Paul Hoyt. What an amazing man. 71 years of age, the same as me. I really like that. You know, it's almost like we're booking in here age-wise. But at the same point in time, he's got a vision. He's got a passion for small business. And that's why he's here with me today. So we're going to be right back after my advertisers take two and two to take a look at you with more buzz for your business.
3: moda business solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings we let you the business owner focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services cash is king and we strive to put more cash into your pocket moda business solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services connecting you with trending companies Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at ModaBusinessSolutions.com.
0: Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. You're listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. To reach the live show please call one 472 5790 again that's one 472 5790 or send frank an email at info at that's info at b-i-z-z-n-e-s-s now back to business buzz Hey, welcome
1: back. I'm your host Frank Kelly, live on Business Buzz. I have been mixing it up with Paul Hoyt. What an amazing man! Same age as me, but he's got a vision. He's got a passion. Okay, and we covered that right before the break for small businesses. But uh, I kind of baited you a little bit, Paul. I put the B in there too, which is that differentiation, that intellectual property, the moxie, the essence, right, of what makes Paul Hoyt stand apart from all the other master motivators out there and business consultants. So what is it that makes Paul Hoyt tick in that department?
2: I think the one thing that really sets me apart from a lot of business consultants and strategists is that i'm also a personal development coach i really care about the people that i work with i really see the greatness in the people that i work with and i work every day to help them see their own greatness to be at their best more often i have a a quote that i would love to share with you that talks about the relationship between personal development and business success. It goes like this. I've earned a lot of money and I've learned a lot about business through the work that I've done for others, but all of my health and happiness, all of my strength and wisdom, all of my peace of mind, and all of my love has come from the work that I've done on myself. And every business breakthrough Has been preceded by a personal breakthrough of some kind. And that's the relationship between doing our inner work and our success in the outer world, our success in business. There's a lot of, a lot of, uh, folks that will talk to you about the tactics of social skills and the tactics of relationship management, about learning how to recognize body language, about processes that you can go through to address conflict and reach agreement. But I think the most important thing that we can do to be successful in business is to get the positive energy that comes from the people that we work with and that is a direct reflection of the positive energy that we bring to them. You know, as we increase in confidence, as we increase in certainty, as we increase in empathy, and yes, even as we increase in our love and our compassion for other people, we naturally encourage and draw into our lives the favorable attention that they have. They want us to be successful. They want to get along with us. They want to put in that extra energy because they believe in us because we believe in them. And that's the one thing that really sets me apart is my passion for personal development and the way that that really is essential to our success in business.
1: You know, you're dovetailing right into the watchwords that I put together for Business Watch, which is the second piece of Business Buzz where I actually, you know, take live call-ins on the show and then also do live appearances, right? And those three watchwords are meet, collaborate, and grow. Meet being, how many times have you met somebody, you know, over lunch or in a Congress or a seminar or something like that? Didn't know them from Adam, right? But when you walk away from that conversation, is it a big deal that you like them if you're thinking about doing business with them?
2: It's a huge deal. It's really, really important. You know, sometimes you can think of, you know, I, I could make a buck working with this guy, but God, I just don't, you know, I'm kind of worried about that. I'm not sure I trust them. You might not have those thoughts in, in your conscious mind, but deep in your subconscious mind, your subconscious mind, that inner child knows. It knows, should I be wary of this person? Is there a little bit of anxiety and tension that comes from the thought of doing business with them? Or am I all in? I really want to do business with this person because I feel safe with them, because they help me feel better about myself. And that's what we want. That we want that charisma. And the good good thing is that charisma is a skill, it's developed. We can practice being the kind of person that we want to do business with ourselves, and we can become that person more and more often over time.
1: Yeah. And then you've got a second piece. My second watchword is collaborate. Okay. That's your essence, that's your intellectual property. And what ends up happening there, Paul, is you've got to find the fits, right? You got to find the connect points between your enterprise and my enterprise. And unfortunately, the attorneys jumped into this with non disclosure agreements, non-circumvention agreements, you know, which are only as valuable as getting it past a judge and a courtroom, right, if anything goes awry. But let me ask you a question. How do you see that, you know, especially if you're going to put together a joint venture or you're going to put together an arm's length agreement, you're going to do something between two entities, that collaborate piece is critical.
2: It really is. And of course, I have my process for thinking through the possibility of a joint venture, you know, off the top of my head, it's kind of like, do we share a common vision? What is this thing that we want to create together? And then what are you bringing to the table? And what am I bringing to the table? And how should we share the ownership of this joint venture based upon our initial contributions? And then what are you going to do to help this thing grow? And what am I going to do to help this thing grow? And what sort of compensation should we enjoy from our contributions? And should there be any changes in the equity participation over time based upon those changes? And then how do we resolve conflict? Who else are we going to be on their team, et cetera? So it's essential to have somebody on your team who has some expertise in helping people negotiate those joint venture, those collaborative agreements when you get started. Because when you lay a good foundation of understanding agreement and trust, you have a lot better chance of success in the long term.
1: Paul, are you sure you didn't do a massive search on me before you got on the air today? Because you used the third word of my uh, of my watchword, grow. I don't know how many times because that's the last one, right? We have to come up with a plan. We got to come up with a business plan where we make a profit together, right? I mean, we're not in this to donate. We're in here to make money, right?
2: Yeah, and a lot of the challenges that businesses have is they don't understand the common economics of business. They don't understand, for example, that um, the cost of actually developing a product should really hardly ever be more than 25% of the list price. Um, because they haven't been told that in in school. We don't teach people in high school and college about the essentials of business economics, about what the real margins are, what the what it really means to have direct costs and variable costs, and what it means to have fixed costs and how those interrelate with the different types of businesses there are. Heck, we're not even taught that there are you know, several different types of businesses, the product business, the service business, the hybrid business, et cetera. And hardly anybody knows about the economics of those. But fortunately, with my, you know, 50 years of general business experience and now 20 plus years as a business coach and a consultant, a lot lot of times being a fractional CFO of companies and putting together literally, I guess, maybe 100, 150 different financial models. I have a pretty good idea of what your margins should be and what your expenses should be in order for you to actually have a profitable and sustainable business.
1: Well, you know, I said that in the show description. I said that if you cannot forecast expenses and you cannot forecast revenue, don't even get out of bed, you know. And then if you can't do that, you need to go outside to a consultant who can help you do that. Let's cut to the chase. Let's go back. You mentioned 1990s, right? We had a hiccup. Yep. 2008, we had a hiccup. And along comes March 11th, 2020. Right. And a freight train hit us with this pandemic, right? And I'll tell you, I mean, I own a medical aesthetic practice here in Orlando with my lovely wife, Rhoda. And we were shut in for 90 days, but mm-hmm. more importantly, shut out from our customers for 90 days. That's a big hit. Now, because we were an essential business being medical, they let us back out. But let me ask you a question. You went through the pandemic. You probably had clients that went through the pandemic. Now they're telling us we did some tunnel walking through this, right? We're on the other side, looking back. Are we really, Paul? What are you seeing out there right now well, in the I, small business community?
2: I, well, first of all, I think we can look back, but, but we can only use that to help look forward. So there is no return to normal. You know, the normal that was here before 2020 um, is not ever going to be the normal again. The new normal has a lot to do with virtual employees, has to do with online businesses, and it has to do with artificial intelligence and and social media. You know, you've got to think about those four things, virtual employees, online retail sales online, online business, uh, artificial intelligence, and um I forgot the fourth one already. Anyway, you need to think about those things as you go forward in your business, because that's the new reality. Businesses constantly have to evolve to the changing economics times, the changing political times. And if you don't have in your mind that you need to constantly evolve your business, then you're going to be left behind. When I do strategic planning for my clients, I think it I, I I really emphasize the importance of an annual replan and as a quarterly adjustment to those plans. You know, every ninety days, I think that businesses should bring their executive team together, and yes, their outside consultant if they need it, and rethink the next ninety days plan to make those course corrections and those adjustments based upon the response of the market, based upon the economic conditions that they see because business models continually have to evolve over time. We have to be in this almost continual replanning uh, state of mind.
1: You know, Paul, I read in your bio that you actually sit in the chair as a CEO or CFO or COO, right? In these yes. enterprise uh, client relationships. Uh, I find that intriguing, okay? Because I doubt very seriously, most business coach or motor out there will actually take the time you know, to get into the kitchen with the business. Tell us a little bit about that. What have you experienced in that? And uh, I don't want to call you a turnaround specialist, but uh, if you're sitting in those chairs, buddy, <laughs> you got the lion's share of responsibility of uh, the life of that business. You do have an awesome amount of responsibility.
2: And I think that really comes from my passion about wanting people to be successful. You know, as I mentioned earlier, what I noticed that after I created strategic plans with companies and helped them write their business plans that they weren't really successful in executing them. They needed somebody to come in and actually help them execute the plans that I helped them create. And I was eager to come in and support them in that. First, it was just as a coach and advisor. And then later on, uh, you why don't you let me be the project manager for these next 90 days? Or why don't you let me be your fractional CFO for the next three to six months and get your financial organization in shape? Or why don't you let me step in and be the fractional COO and get get the relationship between product development and marketing and operations all squared away, so then I can leave it behind to somebody else. So that's rarely a permanent role. It's usually a part-time and temporary role just to help people build the foundation they need for their future success.
1: Yeah, but you know, that's really putting it on the line, Paul. I mean, you know, one of the things I said uh, when I started the show, I said the Sri Watch, words unity, relationship, and the law of reciprocity. Okay. Our former president, every time he opened up his mouth about business, that word reciprocity came out like a Gatling gun. And I happen to believe in that with all my heart because what ends up happening in those type of relationships, when you give, it comes back to you. And more importantly, when it comes back to you, it's usually even beyond what you gave in the first place, right? So by you taking those actions, by really getting proactive in these companies, I think really sets you apart. That's got to be a big differentiation piece in your enterprise. I
2: think so. You know, and I really haven't, I appreciate you saying that because I don't know that I really thought about it in that way. I just thought it was the right thing to do you know, to help somebody. It's not, you know, if you you have a plan and then you can't execute that plan, that's not a strategy, that's just entertainment. You know, it's just, we just got together and it was like watching a movie and then we went back to doing the same old thing that we've done all along and getting the same kind of results that we have done all along. My plans aren't worth crap unless you actually execute those plans successfully. And I think it just came naturally to me to, to want to help people to be successful in that way.
1: Let me ask you a question, Paul. You know, we're gonna be moving to another break here, but like, how many businesses have you actually ran across that had a bona fide business plan?
2: That's a real hard question to answer, just off the top of my head. I do I give that real hard to answer because that's what I do is help people create those plans. So I would say that every single one of the clients that I have, have had a business plan at some level of detail. For some, it was just a 90-day plan. For others, it was a two- or three-year plan. For others, it was you know a 50- to 60-page business plan that I actually helped them write, which I've written probably 80 or 100 of them. For a lot of them, it's a financial model that I helped them create, and I've done probably 150 different financial projections. So I would say that every single company that I have worked with has a business plan, has a growth plan, has a growth strategy, you know, has a 90-day plan and they're often executing that plan. Um but there's a whole bunch of businesses out there I haven't worked with. So
1: <laughs> you know, one of the things I'd like to jump in with you and we're moving towards another break here shortly but um is that the Inflation Reduction Act right which was passed last year to the tune of $739 billion, birthed a uh, checking system. That's what I call it, okay? Called ESG, which stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. Have you seen that out there, Paul, in the business sphere lately? Because I am running across that every single time I turn around. In fact, a client of ours actually got downgraded by Chase because their ESG rating came back like about 20% down. Are you hearing anything about this? Because if you haven't, you really need to get on with this because this is not going away.
2: I appreciate that. That's news to me. I will do a little research on that. I've not heard of ESG or experienced that with any of my clients recently.
1: Yep, It's almost in a sense like what they've done is they put together uh, a checking system to a degree, beginning with the environmental, right? You know, I mean, you hear about the green movement, right? You hear about, I mean, just to give you an example, state of New York, right, just passed the law. We're heavily involved in this with one of the arrows in our quiver I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the state of New York, they passed a law called 97 and what that means is any building over 25,000 square feet, you might want to take notes on this to educate maybe one of your clients who are sitting in this position because it's going to come to their front door sooner or later. If you want a commercial building of 25,000 or more square feet in the state of New York, if you are not carbon emission-free by the year 2025, you are going to get hit with regulatory fines like you cannot believe. That is coming underneath this ESG, E being environmental. Wow. I will definitely take a look at that. Thank you so much, Frank. Exactly. And you mentioned that you're in Kansas, right? I'm in California. I'm in
2: California now.
1: Oh, you're in California. Okay, great. Well, guess what? That 97 law is headed our way, my friend. So believe me, you are going to start getting questions about this. This is really something, and I'm going to be doing a show on this again OK, because small businesses really, I mean, it's almost like they put them in the crosshairs, Paul.
2: Cool. Yeah, I was born and raised in Kansas. I moved to California 12 years ago. I'm going back, by the way, next week, back to Kansas and Oklahoma for my 50th, five-zero uh, college graduation reunion. It's going to be a lot of fun. Where'd
1: you graduate from again?
2: A small college in Enid, Oklahoma called Phillips University. Unfortunately, it went out of business 25 years ago. Ooh. But, but there are a whole bunch of us who have fond memories and are looking forward to getting back together.
1: That reminds me when Jonathan Winters was on Dean Martin Rose and he played, you know, the old woman, right? And he looked down at Ronald Reagan, you know, who was the governor, and he said, all right, you graduated from a university called Eureka. Eureka? <laughs> what the hell did you read? That's <laughs> A side note. Anyway, we got to cut away to a quick break here. You're listening to the Business Buzz with Frank Howard, live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by Business Group Resources. Listen, if you're a small business out there and you have not picked up the phone and dialed 877-857-6875 to find out whether or not you get money back on the R&D tax credit, shame on you because I'm telling you something. If you paid the money and the IRS says you can get it back, You need to pick up that phone, now. 877-857-6875. You will get back up to three years of taxes that you've already paid, plus 6% compound interest. So pick up that phone right now and dial 877-857-6875. Well, I have been mixing it up with Paul Hoyt. What an amazing man, what a grifted man. And boy, sit in the chair of a CFO, a CEO, Hey, it doesn't get any better than that. This guy doesn't just talk it. He walks it. You know what I mean? So we're going to be right back after my advertisers take two and two to take a look at you with more buzz for your business.
3: Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858 251 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com
4: That's L-E-T-I-P dot com.
0: We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach?
1: Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Brian Kelly. Now on Business Watch, this is the segment of the show where we open up the phone lines in Phoenix and allow you, my live audience, to call in and mix it up with me or my fabulous guest, Paul Hoyt, today. So pick up that phone, dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And you can be on live on Business Watch right now. Well, hey, Paul, we just got joined by Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller, who just happens to be part of Of Our incredible team here, we're both blessed to have you as a publicist. How are you doing, Dr. Andrea? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you, Frank and Paul. (laughs)
5: Uh
1: Uh-oh, we didn't embarrass you, did we?
5: (laughs) No, not at all. I love it. (laughs) Very cool.
1: Well, tell me how you met this uh, fabulous guy I've got on my show with me today.
5: Oh, I I met Paul through different connections in the world. You know, I I go to different things and we're both, uh, we both were members of CEO space and through different connections and different people, we got to know each other a couple years ago and uh, just uh, periodically have done some uh, touch bases to see how we might play our work together and things just evolve from there. So he's quite lovely. And I, uh, I've, uh, since introduced him to some other people that he's helping work with and, and gotten some new clients from that, uh, cause he's got a great message and a great work ethic.
1: Very cool. How did you find her, uh, Paul? And, and what were the reasons why you hired her as a policies?
2: Um, well, we did have that meeting several years ago at a at some sort of a gathering. I can't really remember what it was. I think it was something in Bend, Oregon, or somebody that was creating a foundation for small business success and um, really enjoyed her energy, loved what she had to say. And when I got ready to publish my next book, I decided to give Dr. Andrea a call and see if she couldn't help me figure out how to publicize it and how to publish it. So we are working on my next book, which is coming out in the next, I'm guessing 60 to 90 days, hopefully by the end of the summer. Um, I mentioned before that my passion has moved from computers to small businesses to personal development. And my next book is along the line of creating something that's inspirational and meaningful to other other people. It's called Surprises on the Road to Enlightenment, which is a collection of 80 different surprises that I learned about over the years that that shocked me in some way and hit me over the head with the two before or kicked me in the butt and just kind of helped me learn something that was really valuable to me. I define wisdom as being that knowledge that when applied, helps us lead a healthier and happier life for 80 little bits of wisdom that I want to share with other people and especially share with, you know, the children of the world to leave a legacy of the wisdom that I have learned over my 71 years with others.
1: Yeah. There's an old saying, we know a lot about life except how to live it. Right, Paul?
2: Well, and you can, you can actually develop the skill of being a healthy and happier person. That's one of my big revelations, is that you don't have to wait to win the spiritual lottery. You can, in fact, practice being the person that you want to be. It takes humility, it takes confidence, it takes courage, it takes discipline, it takes diligence. But you can, with practice, become the person that you have always wanted to be and have the relationships with others that you have always wanted to have.
1: You know, Paul. Uh, let me uh, let's let's get down to brass tacks here of my enterprise, right? You're a consultant to business. Let me run something past you, all right? You. We're going to basically change up the format of Business Buzz, probably second quarter. Okay. Um, in fact, we're in it right now, but um, to where we're going to start bringing on CEOs two at a time, chief mm. executive officers two at a time. We're going to investigate them. We're going to measure them up. We're going to get scalability. We're going to get suitability, right, before we ever get them on the air. And we're going to try to find the fit between the two of them before we get them on the air. And then we're going to let them mix it up for 44 minutes. And the goal is to cut a JV before we get off the air. How does that strike you? That sounds really,
2: really exciting. I love the fact that you're doing a background work, but because if you if you can find people that have a common vision, you know, that serve a common audience, you know, and maybe in complementary or even common ways, then the likelihood of them finding a way to work together, um, I think, would be pretty high probability. As long as you can get the the basics basics created. When I talk about people about JVs, one of the first things I talk about is really understanding what your long-term vision is. Because if you can imagine two rocket ships sitting side by side on the launch pad and they're both taking off, if they're not headed in the same direction, it's not gonna take very long at all for them to get further and further and further and further apart. And if you had a rope tying them together, the only way that rope is going to keep them together is if they're on the same course. So the very first thing that I would have them address is the long-term vision. What does success mean to each one of them? And if I know, Frank, how you are going to be successful, and you know how I am going to be successful, then the odds of us working together for each person's mutual common interest is substantially greater.
1: Well, the whole purpose of this is, and it's not its not uh, that uh, I'm greedy, because you did mention to me, you know, greed in America, right, The show you used to watch, uh, but we want to sit right in the middle of that, JB. Does that make sense?
2: it does when you say we want to sit in the middle of that jv does that mean you want to participate in it with your absolutely so let it so it becomes
1: why why wouldn't we
2: i would i would encourage you to do so in some way you know to take some small piece of the pie some equity position let it be 40 40 20 or 45 45 10 whatever makes sense depending upon the contributions that people provide at the beginning of that i i think that makes perfect sense and gives you a way to have you know a little bit of ownership in dozens or perhaps over the years, even hundreds of companies.
1: Let me give you a JV. We already put together Care Insurance Services, which is a very solid uh, relationship that I have with uh, Stephen Guilfoyle. Shout out, Stephen. How you doing? Uh, might send you the show You hear your name on, right? Okay. Uh, but uh, they are the largest benefit broker in the country. 10,000 insurance agents, border to border all across the country. And we put them together with Business Group Resources, who you heard before I cut away uh, mm-hmm. on the second break. And Business Group Resources does the R and D tax credit, and they're in the small business community. So that was right up the alley of Affordable Care Business or Care uh, Insurance Services, who have this 125 cafeteria plan, right? That saves employers payroll taxes and puts more money in the employees' pockets. So that two came together, and we're sitting right in the middle. Isn't that That's- amazing?
2: That is freaking awesome. I hope that you get a little piece of the pie for, for doing that relationship. You know, I had a concept I, I use a lot called market partner. And that means that you help me with my marketing efforts. And one of the things that you learn very quickly when you start a business is that there is a cost of customer acquisition. There's a cost in terms of sales, in marketing, in overhead of the business, depending upon the volume of customers that you, that you bring in. And if you can bring value to me, if you can help me find a customer, that's valuable to me. And I am eager and excited to reward you for the contributions that you have made to my business success. Most successful entrepreneurs love to pay salesmen's commissions. They love to pay salesmen commissions because they know that for every dime that they gave a salesman, that salesman gave them back a dollar worth of revenue. And they know that they have to pay for that marketing and sales expertise, and that is you know, the lifeblood of the business is those new customers, those new contracts coming in, and they're willing to pay for that. And we see that with affiliate relationships, referral relationships, market partner relationships. And in this particular case, the the opportunity to form a collaborative venture with another like-minded CEO that you helped create, and you should uh, take a piece of that.
1: Hey, Paul, let me ask you a question. You know, you're in California, right? I'm in California. Yep. And I want. I want to do live events. Uh, how about getting on stage with me, my friend?
2: I would love to do that. I'm no stranger to the spotlight. I haven't. It's been a long time since I saw a microphone that I didn't really love.
1: Dr. <laughs> Andrea Adams Miller, are you still with us? I am. Do you think you can help fill up the audience if we entertain something like that, maybe hooking into a a local chamber that's in the proximity area of where Paul and I live in Southern California and getting all those businesses out there for a small business happening on Voice America business? What do you think? Oh, that I think
5: people would love to do that because small businesses are really looking for other people to follow in their footsteps and to have mentors and looking for support that people who get them, who are like them or who are ahead of them, who can help give them a
1: hand up. That would be beautiful. Very cool. Do me a favor. Give your contact information right now because we are moving towards the end of the show. Go ahead.
5: Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller, www.thered.com carpetconnection.com forward slash free gifts. If you want to sign up for my free artificial intelligence chat, GPT, chat GPT book. Um, So there's a free uh, book there as well.
1: So, and masterclass. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Paul, do me a favor. We've got to move towards the end of the show. Take one minute and tell my small business community out there why they need to get with Paul.
2: I'll say a couple of different things. Number one, I've got a lifetime of experience, 71 years and working with all kinds of business owners gives me a perspective on your business that not very many people out there have. Uh, But I think even the most important reason is I'm passionate, passionate about helping small business owners be successful in their business and even more passionate about helping them be the person that they want to be to enjoy the success in all areas of their life that they really want to have. So that's a fairly rare combination of skills, organization skills, strategic planning skills, business planning skills, and a passion for personal development personal growth.
1: Outstanding. And how
2: do they get in touch with you, Paul? You can go to www.paulhoyt.com. That's P-A-U-L-H-O-Y-T.com. Or you can also take a look at my new personal development program called Mind Sequencing at www.mindsequencing.com.
1: Outstanding. Paul, thanks so much for joining me today on Business Buzz. And we'll definitely keep it moving forward uh, with our publicist. And maybe we'll put that live event together, right? sometime Doesn't soon. Be okay. it'll, be, it'll be fun. Take care. And thank you my listening audience, for tuning in to Business Buzz today. If you have a business that wants to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us toll-free, 877-NUMBER-3, N-O-W-B-U-Z. And I'm telling you right now, I've got a show coming up next week. It's going to be absolutely fabulous. You need to tune in to find out, because I ain't going to tell you, okay? The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase week in, week out, just like we brought this fabulous guest, Paul Hoyt, of paulhoit.com to you today. Tune in next week as we bring more guests and resources to help your business
0: buzz.